I'd be a good mentor at the club. <laughs> you and Harden can hang out. <laughs> you heard that, right, Joe? Uh, so okay. you know how he's, he's not he's not been going to training camp, but instead he keeps right. being seen out at the strip clubs. Right. Like in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Good for him. And all that money ain't gonna spend itself. It's true. <laughs> I guess he's now he's back though, but he's in quarantine because he spent all his time in strip clubs without a mask on. That that will definitely do it. <laughs> you ready, Joe? You look concerned. <laughs> what was it was starting the show? <laughs> I don't want you to stress out. It's okay. It's for fun. I mean, I'll I'll try to relax. Okay. <laughs> I'll do my best. All right. I was it was focus. I was focusing. Focus. Okay. I was concerned that I was I was worried that I was going to get interrupted. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh... It, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year. To tell you the truth, Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. (laughs) You're listening to The Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is December 13th, and this is episode 486. Company from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we just got one topic. We are going to preview the entire Eastern Conference for you. Joining me this week are two of our three analysts, Coast to Coast, like buttered toast. First, from Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What's up, guys? Glad to be with you. Hope you're staying safe, washing your hands. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? Uh, Shouting out (laughs) preseason basketball? (laughs) Question mark. It's here. (laughs) right basketball's back baby it is back Uh, before we get into this show i'd like to remind you you can support us anytime you shop on amazon you just click the link in the show notes or go to the unbeatables.com slash amazon any shopping that you do kicks a small percentage back to us and it helps support what we do um yeah so well yes the first the first thing is uh preseason basketball um, has started, and um, uh, Colson, you were fortunate enough to uh, to really dig into to game one. Uh, happened last night. Uh, Pacers played the Cavs on the road. Um, I did see Pacers lost one hundred five, one hundred seven. I believe was the score. Um, tell us what happened. What, what, what are we seeing out there? Uh, yeah, it was a heartbreaker. Uh, we, won, we lost. Uh, we lost uh, uh, 104-107. Uh, 
at the buzzer, um, pretty much. Uh, we gave up 42 points in the fourth quarter. Um, it was largely our bench and like our third unit was playing. We weren't really invested in winning this game. I don't think we were going to bring back the starters to close this one out. Um, we uh, we had the ball um, to with the for the go ahead basket and uh, they cut off all of uh, T J McConnell's passing lanes and he pushed uh, put up a, a jump shot that hit the front of the rim uh, got rebounded they ran down uh, and scored a layup and he got fouled and he hit the free throw so um, that's how that that ended uh, it was who I'm referring to is Okoro or Okoro uh, who is uh, the Cavs. Uh, first round draft pick this year he went ahead and scored 16 points in the fourth quarter so uh good on him uh i I, preseason doesn't matter um i mean there was we had 24 turnovers they had 26 it was sloppy um people were rusty not hitting a lot of their shots um i just i just watched because i wanted to see if there was any uh any changes you know to see what we were doing defensively and offensively um and I only noticed two things uh, right off the top. Um, we used to do a lot of action, uh, you know, with Sabonis at the top of the key and kind of doing his passing from there. Um, he's doing that from behind the three-point line now. So um, there is nobody in the lane when we start our offense at all. They're, everyone's standing outside of the, the three-point line, which is interesting. Um, and uh, the other thing on defense, we were um, we were really overplaying the ball. It was, you know... Uh, I know Dan Burke was always about getting in the passing lanes. Uh, it seemed like even more so. Um, in fact, we kind of gave up some easy back cuts and stuff because we were overplaying on defense. But it seems like we're going to do a lot of aggressive stuff and trapping and trying to get in front of people. So those are the two things I saw from it. Who knows if any of that works. Maybe it'll all change by the time we go into the season. But that's what they're working on in game one. That guy's allowed to be rusty after two weeks off. <laughs> uh, Brogdon looked good. Um yeah, Oladipo's jump shot looks terrible, um, but he looked. Besides that, he looked athletic and spry. He got a couple steals for buckets, uh, but he was over for them from the range. Um, uh, Holiday looked good. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, everybody looked kind of normal. Uh, Sabonis was great. He was sixteen and thirteen, um, and got to the line ten times. So, you know. Yeah, tough situation as a new coach to implement anything in such a short time frame and give these guys anything resembling a rest. Uh, I, I just I, I don't envy that balancing act at all. Yeah. Yeah. So the Bjorkren bump is getting getting beat by the Cavs. Is that what? It is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to uh, give me just say I need to redact my win prediction for the year. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, it looks like, uh, at least from this, that uh, uh, Bjorken really likes uh, McDermott. Might play a lot with the starting lineup. Um, and down she goes again. <laughs> he played 28 minutes in this game. He led the team in minutes. So Before you started uh, also, talking, I was in the 40s. <laughs> um, that also might be because of TJ Warren is out with injury. Looks like he might miss the beginning of the season. So, um, with a right foot no it's it's uh, it's, i I also uh, have a right foot it's it's uh, plantar fasciitis (laughs) i believe um they said it was the same thing that we kept sabonis out so i'm assuming it's the fasciitis oh god how does it spread (laughs) so contagious on our team that's right can't you know what they 
these guys must be some of these anti sock guys out there, which is it's too bad, you know. Yep. Uh, I am giving uh, my inaugural wag of the finger at Nate Bjorkren. Mm. Mr. LeCue, DNP, coach's decision. Uh, coach's decision. Man. Bring on I mean, the LeCue. I mean, R. Hammond's got a minute of play. I don't even know who that is. Richard Hammond's? That guy from uh, that British car show? Yeah, that's <laughs> who it was. He got minutes over LeCue. <laughs> Um, also, um, <laughs> um, Bowen um, missed the game with a uh, groin tear. That sounds unpleasant. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds bad. TJ Warren, I, I got way too little information. Bowen, I got way too much. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, <laughs> the medical staff is going to get this right. It's their preseason, too. That's right. Shout out, medical staff. <laughs> Shout out. All right. So I think the preseason is four games, I believe. I know the next one is um, also at Cleveland. Also at Cleveland. And Actually, tomorrow. no, it's three games. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So Monday, December 14th, they will be playing at Cleveland and um, they're playing at home Friday, December 18th versus. Dean Burke and the 76ers. But uh, after that, Pacers' uh, uh, opener is uh, Wednesday, December 23rd against the Knicks. Wow. That and then we got like real basketball. Fast. It is weird seeing the, the stadium with zero people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do? They did the thing, at least in, in Cleveland, where they kept the it dark. So, you know, it sort of like looked mm-hmm. like the bubble, you know, or it was just. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't you weren't looking at a bunch of empty seats. It was just like, you know, right. dark behind. So we'll see if they keep that up. Maybe they get those. Uh, yep. uh, and they, they piped in the fake, you know, crowd noise. Um, and, you know, it worked all right. I don't know if they were. I don't know if the fake crowd was excited enough for the steal and the layup to, to win the game, though. They kind of had the, the same level you know, of buzz <laughs> they had all game. I, I wonder sometimes, like, um, it, that's like an interesting job. I think um, the person who's got to like find the right level of like shock or excitement. Um, you know, you got to find the right sound clips, like in real time, basically. Like, you know, when the when the crowd goes ooh, like, do you have an ooh button like ready? Like, uh, they really need a or like a that's right, that's right. Um, well, like the like the is there a button that they have for like um you know uh, an errant pass like hit somebody in the nose? Like, <laughs> you know, is there a button <laughs> for that? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm curious about. So, um, all right. Well, so the main topic of our show, uh, you know, I know we we all could talk uh, uh, preseason basketball all day, but please don't um, let us. <laughs> we are uh, uh, talking about the Eastern Conference this week. Um, 
we did the Western Conference last week. If you missed it, um, you can go back the last two shows. We sort of split, split it up over two shows, but um, uh, you can check us out. Uh, talking about the Western Conference then and Eastern Conference now. Um, we are introducing the teams by the order they came into the to the league. Um, the first up in the Eastern Conference are the Boston Celtics coming in at 1946. Last season, 48 and 24, a pretty pretty good season. They were third in the East. They lost, if you'll remember, in six games to Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, their draft pick was in the the 14th or 14th pick. Um, they got Aaron Nesmith, six six four. Um, 52% three-point percentage. Uh, does have an injury history. And Joe, um, that's uh, it's uh, Aaron Naismith. I think he's the great-great-grandson of the inventor of basketball, perhaps. Impressive. I mean, it's, it's genetic, you think, right? <laughs> right, sure. And Nate Lee knows how to play. Yeah, I feel like it should have gone higher. <laughs> uh, the Celtics do have all those draft picks so they got even though they had such a great uh, season they, they still got a lottery pick so mm. screw those guys right the key uh, players that have left uh, would be Gordon Hayward and Enos Cantor uh, they did add ex-pacer Jeff Teague and Tristan Thompson um Last season, they were top five in both offensive and defensive ratings, so uh, not shocking that they had gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, probably a lot of crunch time five. Uh, Campbell Walker, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and I'm guessing Tristan Thompson. You want him on the floor. He's got, got some experience. Um, I'm guessing they're going to have a good, very good year again. Uh, so for the win totals, uh, I'm going to say... They're going to, uh, out of the 72 games, I think they're going to win 45 and a half games this year. Putting them uh, in a three-way tie for second place. Wow. Log jam out there. like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Harper, uh, how do you feel about the Celtics this season? Uh, I also have a big log jam in the East. Um (laughs) In the top half of the bracket, um, they're just a really good team, is what they are. Um, it pains me a little bit to have them on a down tick, but I got them at forty-seven. Hmm. Um, I had them at forty-seven. Um, if I go down to forty-six, I'm totally blocked in. Perfect. Um, <laughs> they are a really good well team. They're well coached. That that top uh, five in offensive and defensive rating is the kind of stuff that gets you to the final or that can win you a championship. I mean, those that's really good. Uh, I'm gonna say though, with the compressed season, um, all these back to backs and stuff, I'm gonna go ahead and give them 45. Gives me the underside of this, right? No, that doesn't help me at all, does it? No, no. Oh, you. I mean, you. you I'd be under. under if you already had the under of 46. All right, I'm going. I'll stick at 46. All right. 46. All right. Vegas wins stuff. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next team 
the New York Knicks. They came in in 1946 as well. Harper, uh, last season, not the prettiest one we've ever seen, but uh, how do you see the 2020-2021 season coming for him? I was surprised to learn they were still in the league. Uh <laughs> I mean, they did what they had to do and shook it up pretty good. Uh, booted the GM. New guy is Leon Rose. Fizdale, he gone. Uh, the ship will now be captained by Tom Thibodeau. They shockingly missed the bubble. Uh, they got a high draft pick in a weak draft. Went with Obi Topin. Uh, they picked up some more free agents. Uh, most notably Nerlens Noel and Austin Rivers, because uh, you can't have enough fours. You can't have enough fours. <laughs> um, I, I guess you'd say that their starting five was uh, Alfred Payton, Alec Burks, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and, and Mitchell Robinson, most likely. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. I mean... That doesn't sound good, Harper. It's not going to be good. <laughs> I found a great stat from uh, John Schumann. The Knicks were outscored by 11.2 points per game from the three-point line last season. It's the mm. second worst discrepancy in 41 years of the three-point shot. Wow. Oh. oh like of all, of all teams. Of all yeah. time. Of all teams. All teams. All time. Oof. So they going to suck. <laughs> Where you got him? Then, I got Robert. him at twenty, and okay. uh, you know, part of me always wants to give him single digits, but I, I couldn't quite do that to him. <laughs> when uh, do you remember the year you gave him zero wins? Do you I, I did give him zero <laughs> wins one year. I think that was like the best year they've had since we've been doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> they won like thirty-seven or something that year. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I can uh, give you my prediction. Um, I am feeling very, very similar to Harper, but uh, they are in a big, bigger city, so I'm going to give them a bigger number. It's 22 and a half games. <laughs> Sounds right. Um, but, but boy, they are not good. That big city bump, huh? Mm-hmm. Worth two and a half mm-hmm. games. It's a, big, it's a big market. It's a huge market. Um, so I have a new game. I just figured out that my phone could do this. I'm really excited about it. Siri. Pick a number between 25 and 16. The answer is 24. Okay, I'm giving the next 24 wins. (laughs) That hurts. (laughs) Oh, man. That's going to screw up my numbers. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely near the the high end of the spectrum there. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, she went right in under 25. What's that about? Thank you, Siri. Oh, man. That's how I'm going to pick all of my bottom uh, teams in the East. I really don't care, and they're all terrible. I like so it. We're just going to let Siri decide. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Are you going to uh, adjust like the, the, the win totals um, accordingly? Yeah, I mean, she just gave away 24 wins. I'm probably going to have to lower it a little bit the next That's time. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's way too high. Like, that, right. means, that means they're taking wins away from somebody else. That's right. Which is funny because there's... Uh, some bad teams that um, I mean, this team is bad. I mean, it's just really bad, and I don't think that Tom Thibodeau's yelling is going to really fix it. So I've got them apparently on a massive uptick for <laughs> wins. But I don't feel good about it. 
Really high on uh, old Obi-Wan. That's right. Uh, it could be interesting. Like, they, um, you know, I think that Thibodeau actually could do a good job in the short term. Mm-hmm. You know, after not very long, like, you know, he's going to wear on people. Um, but, uh, you know, he got really good results out of, out of the teams he was at for for a while until everyone turned on him. But Yeah, but he actually you know. had some talent in those like teams this is this is not good that's true i mean they're not great but they've got some you know they've got some young players i mean rj barrett i like sure mitchell robinson i mean it's not a long list but like (laughs) (laughs) um this ob uh one kenobi kid is supposed to be really good um he won pretty much like every national player of the year award um averaged like 20 points and eight rebounds and two assists so he could be good i mean you're right he's a four again because they needed more of those but yeah exactly it's, uh, <laughs> you could make him a big three maybe i don't know uh, yeah yes. oh that's good way luck, too much on the knicks suck yeah. it <laughs> moving on from the new york knicks uh next team came in 1948 this team was originally the Fort Wayne Pistons. Traitors. Colson, uh, <laughs> Colson, I'll give you uh, first guesses to uh, which team that, that currently is. Is that the uh, Detroit Pistons? Uh, Detroit, but yes, yes. <laughs> um, they uh, last year they were bad. Uh, they went twenty and forty-six. <laughs> they were thirteenth in a terrible East, and they missed the bubble. Um, for their efforts, they got the seventh pick. Uh, Killian Hayes, uh, he's a six-five point guard, and um, he's got some buzz as a dark horse for Rookie of the Year. They really like this kid, um, the, the experts do at least. Um, they lost Luke Kennard, Bruce Brown, and Christian Wood, all players that played for them in their rotation last year. Um, they added um, Magruder, Magruder, uh, Miles Plumley, and Jalil Okafor. Um, they're starting five. Seems like almost like a, a unit to me. Um, oh, they also added Jeremy Grant, which yeah. was their big pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of like their starting five. Uh, it's Derek Rose. Uh, maybe not their starting five. This will be their crunch time five. Uh, Derek Rose, DeLon Wright, uh, Jeremy Grant, Blake Griffin, and Miles Plumley probably. Um, or if Killian Hayes is, is rocking it. I, I don't know if you guys remember. We... we um, in our off season, uh, we did a, a redraft the league, and we had Delon Wright as our starting shooting guard. He's one of those advanced metric guys that does all the little things. He plays defense. Jeremy Gratz, another guy like that, can really shut guys down on the wing. So I think they got better defensively. Um, so I sort of like this team. Um, I'm gonna give them uh, 24 wins. I am not far off. I was at 25, and as bad as I feel about it, I think I'm going to stay put. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, when your best player never plays, it just creates a strange vibe in the locker room and on the team, right? Yeah. Um, and as Blake Griffin goes, probably so goes this team. I will assume that he will play 10 games and be injury hobbled the rest of the way. Uh, so, I mean, that represents an uptick, but certainly not a very big one. 
Yeah, I'm about, I just feel like they brought in, like, you know, real basketball players. Are they trying? You know? Yeah. Like, last year their roster made zero sense, and I feel like it makes slightly more sense this year. I'm, I don't know. A little, little uptick. I, I'm with you. It just, you know, their best player is probably still not going to play very much. Yeah, no, I and agree. That, I, that's if if he plays more than half the games, I would be shocked. Yeah. But I would also give them a higher number if I thought it was going to be the case. Because mm-hmm. he's really good when he's healthy. Right. Oh, Blake Griffin. I don't know what you guys are seeing. Vegas has got him at 23 and a half. Um, so you guys are consensus <laughs> over. Consensus Pounding the over. over on Detroit. Yeah. Pound the over. I love it. It's our I like first it's big like statement. Pound the over. We're also pretty sure that uh, Blake Griffin's not going to play much of the year. And I mean, if Derek Rose is your starting point guard, like he's had its moments, but he's also had, you know, horrible injury history. Um, but he's kind of remade himself a bit. They've, yeah. they've got Magruder. And they've got Magruder. <laughs> That's right. worth an over, right? Yeah. And Jalil Okafor is always fun. Should be interesting. <laughs> All right, the next team coming in in 1949. This was originally the Syracuse Nationals. And then they became, in 1963, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Harper, what can you tell us about these uh, these guys, except that they raided our... Uh, or our coaching staff. Uh, they did. The much-hated Philadelphia 76ers, hated even by the people who went there. <laughs> uh, 43-30 and 30 last year. Swept in the first round by Boston in the bubble. Not a great performance necessarily there. Um, Brett Brown gone. Doc Rivers in. Uh, Daryl Morey also in. So, you know... Just uh, start shuffling the deck because who knows what's going to happen with this team day-to-day with Daryl Morey at the helm. Should be interesting. They did answer one big question for us, which is are they going to try and keep the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid experiment going? The answer seems to be yes to that. They think that they can build a team around that uh, and win a championship. Um, Al Horford is gone. Uh, Josh Richardson is gone. They brought in some shooting with Steph Curry and Danny Green, uh, and they brought in some head trash with Dwight Howard. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that was that how many uh, wins is he worth taking off because he's there? <laughs> I just the is it a the, minus two wins? Is that is that fair? Minus I don't four. Know. Watching him and Embiid play together should be very very interesting. I can't wait to see what happens. God, I would watch that show. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on Twitter for you every day. <laughs> yes. Um, meh. The East is tougher. Um, I didn't really know where to put these guys. I, I just don't think they did anything. I think that they as an organization think they're great. <laughs> I just don't believe them. <laughs> um, I got them flat at 43. Hmm. Wow. I... Um... I thought you'd be higher on them. Um, I, cause I kind of went where you went. I thought, you know, the movement they made by getting rid of, uh, Al Horford gives them a little bit better spacing. 
around Embiid and Simmons. Um, bringing in Dan Burke from your uh, Indiana Pacers gives them better defense immediately because that's what he does. Um, so I think they'll be you know better spacing, better defense. That should be worth a lot more wins. Uh, instead, I just gave them one, so they're at 44. Um, I'm, I'm worried about their health always. Um, Embiid has trouble staying healthy, healthy and with a compressed season. Um, Danny Green's no spring chicken, and he's probably they're gonna probably rely on him for some minutes. So, um, yeah, forty four. I mean, the problem is kind of that you know, I understand why they went and got some shooting, why they traded out you know a toxic contract, and you know Josh Richardson tried to get better. I get it, but like the guys that went are better on paper, right? So yeah, it's like for sure they got the worst end of those trades. It sure. seems like, right? So yeah. it, it's hard to see how that translates into it translates into a bunch more wins unless you're just like uh it, it's all the Doc Rivers bunch and, or bump and uh you really believe in the health of this team, which I'm with you, I do not. Mhm. Joey, got any optimism for us? I mean, I mean, I've got them at uh 45 and a half and they're sort of in that clump towards the top uh but uh yeah, I don't know. They're, I don't feel like they – I mean, they're not to be trusted in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and I don't think that's changed. Um, so, they're, they're gonna, I think they'll have a good regular season and they're going to get beat by – they will be beat first or second round in the playoffs again this this year. So, but 45 and a half, it's a, it's a, it's a good record, but um, – yeah, you know, no, that's, that's over 50 few, wins you know? so if, if, in a normal mm-hmm. season. So, Right, yeah. Uh, we be uh, under. Yeah. It's a consensus, under. I like it. Love to hate. <laughs> Next team up, uh, also coming in in 1949, they were originally the Tri-Cities Blackhawks. This is ringing a bell. <laughs> they a hockey no, team? Okay. Okay. Uh, then they moved to Milwaukee. Then St. Louis. I assumed that was what the Tri-Cities were. No. No? <laughs> and then they settled in 1968 as the Atlanta Hawks. Colson, not great, but maybe better. How do you think? Um, yeah, spoiler alert, I'm real high on this team. I'm probably irrationally high on this team. So uh, last season they went uh, 20 and 47 and missed the bubble. Uh, they got the uh, uh, sixth pick in the NBA draft. Um, Onyike, Onyika Okongwu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm going with. Uh, 6'9", uh, power forward from USC. Um, and he's projected to, to be an impact player. So, um, you know, it was a thin draft, but if you get somebody in the top eight, hopefully he'll see some minutes for you in a rotation. So um, I'm really big on the their uh, additions uh, in the offseason. They added uh, Rajon Rondo uh, to give, like, a veteran point guard behind Trey Young. Uh, Danilo, Danilo Gallinari, the rooster, they brought him in for quite a bit of money. And uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. If you'll recall, uh, Milwaukee thought they had a trade for him, and then apparently it was tampering, and so the Hawks swooped in and paid him. And and a, it was a reasonable kind. Con- I mean, it was a twenty million dollars a year. It's a lot, but um, you know, Sacramento had a chance. Probably less than they're paying Gallinari. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and they had the and, and and Sacramento had a chance to match it and didn't. So now they got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, they also had picked up Clint Capella at the trade deadline last year, if you guys remember. So, um, so now their starting lineup uh, looks like a mix of veterans and and young talent. Uh, Trey Young, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, who they're high on, John Collins, who if he can stay healthy can be, um, we could, was really good for them. Um, and then Clint Capella probably in their crunch time. Um, uh, Gallinari has already uh, said he's coming off the bench um, behind the young kids. So I think that gives them a really good rotation. Um, you know, I said Rondo's going to see some some minutes there. Um, I've got them skyrocketing <clears throat> uh, to 37 wins. It's a big jump. It's a big jump. They're playing over 500 ball in my mind. It's never like good at addition, but I was okay at multiplication. So I gave him 40. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. wow. I thought that was my big surprise. You'd love it. Uh, I like him a lot. I mean, John's John Collins may be an all-star this year if he's healthy. I mean, that kid can play. Trey Young is just so exciting and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, I mean, this team can play. I mean, they, they, they're they going to have to actually put it down. Um, obviously, the expectations are very high in Atlanta this year um, for a change. Uh, but very exciting for that team and that and that group of guys. I think I think they're just going to kill it. Colson, what was your number? Uh, 37. And Harper's okay. at 40. We are at consensus over because I'm at 36 and a half. Nice. I feel good about Vegas that. Vegas is over. high on these guys too. I mean, it's yeah. still like yeah, it's plus same 16, reasons you guys are yeah. saying. Yeah, I mean, it's regardless. It's plus sixteen over what we saw last season. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a you know, and, and man, we've seen Trey Young just do crazy stuff. Um, I don't, you know, I'm assuming this next season will be a continuation of that because he's, I mean, he's been been one where um, you know if, if he takes another step I mean he's already phenomenal yeah yeah and he's and got limit some... limitless range pretty much seems right like it. yeah it's which is which is which is no small thing in this in these COVID days you know <laughs> exactly do you exactly. want to get into the lane no. No, it's so much safer to just, just pull snipe from 40 just <laughs> right <laughs> All right, the next team. This one had a has that a had a, a, a tour of the U.S. <laughs> um, came in in 1961 as the Chicago Packers. Uh, then they were the Chicago Zephyrs. Then the Baltimore Bullets. Then the Capital Bullets. Then the Washington Bullets. Of course, uh, this is the Washington Wizards. The bullets, of course, uh, they pl- used to play in an armory, I believe, and um, <laughs> then they uh, changed their name because it's uh, reminding everyone of the awful violence that uh, occurs <laughs> there and in lots of other places every single day. Mm-hmm. Wizards are happier, the, the, right? The wizards, yeah. The wizards do a lot of violence. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Most of the wizards I've known have been... I mean, they've been bloodthirsty is the word I would use. 
Last season, they were 25 and 47. Apparently, this is telling me that they made the bubble. I don't remember that, but um, <laughs> 25 wins right. gets you into the bubble. <laughs> uh, they did miss the playoffs. Uh, got the ninth pick in the draft. Um, I don't know and what that guy's name is. Denny Avdija, perhaps, is his name. Sounds but he's uh, from Israel. He was the best international player in the draft. And um, well, so we talked about this last last week. Um, the big trade was uh, John Wall for Russell Westbrook, uh, and they signed Robin Lopez. Um, um, Scotty Brooks is is the coach, and he you know used to coach Westbrook um, and shaped him into the kind of player he is today. <laughs> Um, Congratulations. <laughs> um, we're looking at the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the crunch time five. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, uh, Rui Hachimura. Uh, uh, I always say his name wrong. Uh, Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans. And, Davis uh, Burton. Uh, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's how I see it. Um, <laughs> And uh, Thomas Bryant is your as your uh, uh, crunch time five. Uh, they're mm. they're not going to be. I think they're they're going to be better. You know, just just having a player in Russell Westbrook who sees the floor. You know, um, a high dollar player um, that plays minutes is is going to just get you uh, a better record. Um, I think the. For me, what's going to be interesting is just seeing how Beal and Westbrook um, work together. Um, and I have no idea how that's going to turn out. Actually, I've got a pretty good idea how it's going to turn out. Um, but I've got the, the Wizards at 32 and a half games, missing the playoffs, um, but but close, I guess. Like knocking, Actually, my, my, rec- or my uh, uh, predictions actually have them like four games out. Um, there's a big gap, I think. Um, the top is kind of clumped together and falls off a little bit, but then basically after that, like after the Hawks, it's it's uh, you're gonna be you you know you might be asking Siri just pick pick a number for me, you know. <laughs> but I've got I've got them as the best of the worst, you know. Yeah, I guess uh, they'll make a play. They'll they'll make a play in game. Uh, Vegas is wrong on this. Um, this is going to work. Uh, what? Yeah. Define work. Well, I, you know, I think, you know, Westbrook, uh, with no one on his team, um, could drag his team to the uh, playoffs in the West. And this is the East. Uh, and in and this team, he's got uh, Bradley Beal, who's fantastic. And he's surrounded by a bunch of shooting. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to work very well. I think they're making the playoffs. I think they're getting 39 wins out of Washington. 39? Yep. They won. They won like tw- 25 games last yeah, year. Yeah, so basically you take someone who didn't play at all. They basically just inserted uh, an all-star is what they did. Because John Wall didn't play at all for him last well, year. Well, really, too, because Beal missed extended time, too. Right, right. exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, this team has a ton of shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Russell Westbrook. So, um, I got him at 35. I, that, I mean, I'm with you. 
sometimes I look at it and it feels too low. Sometimes I look at it, it feels way too high. It's just a, it's just a tough team. I don't know if they're going to get along. Um, right. I don't know if Scotty Brooks can do anything to help or hurt that. Like I, I don't know. This team uh, should be interesting. Um, but at least they'll be more fun to watch this season than they were last season. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for uh, to see which direction this goes. I mean, if it's a complete disaster, that will also be entertaining. I will have no problem with that. <laughs> um, next team up, and then we'll we'll take a we'll take a break. Um, the Chicago Bulls, 1966, they came, they stayed, as they were. In back in those days, no name changes, no city changes, no nothing. I think they're, you know, I think that another thing is that their style of basketball hasn't evolved in, in that time either. So, uh, Harbor, um, they had a bad year last year. Let's be, let's be honest. Um, we don't have to mince words. <laughs> no, uh, we don't. How are they looking for the, for this upcoming year? Uh, well, they mostly kept the band together on the court. Um, they moved off poor Jim Boylan after. <laughs> mercifully. <laughs> mercifully. Mercifully moved on. Picked up Billy Donovan, which I just don't get at all. So I've got a note here that second worst record in NBA history to return 90% of minute getters. Yeah, and I I found that on the internet. Isn't that crazy? So you're saying that they were they they retained ninety percent of their roster is what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, the people that played the minutes, it's it is the um, it's the second worst NBA uh, record in NBA history to make zero changes essentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's that that that's what they did. Because uh, normally when you <laughs> only win twenty two games, you 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 try to make some changes in the offseason. <laughs> you're not uh, happy with your team. I mean, you know, they picked up Patrick Williams at number four in the draft because they're terrible. They got a nice high pick. Yeah, uh, but they're hoping guys are a little bit more healthy. And rosary beads. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch the Chicago Bulls suck again. I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, I've got them. Um, I think they'll maybe be a little bit healthier. I think they'll maybe be a little bit happier with the new coach. So I gave them a huge uptick. They're at 25. Wow. Um, this team's terrible. Um, Siri, pick a number between 24 and 16. It's 20. Uh, well, okay. I'm all right with that. We'll take 20 for Chicago. You s- They're bad. You signed up for that. I know. They're bad. <laughs> I mean, actually, that's kind of where I had. I mean, I have them, like... 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. I don't really care. You know, so like, it's, that's fine. 20, 20 wins, it's fine. They suck. I still really like Zach Levine. You know, people believe I, Otto Porter's a basketball player. You know. Lori Markadin's their best player, maybe. I don't know. For Vegas and I, though, you know, I, I think one thing you guys have not taken into account is the population of the city of Chicago. <laughs> uh, that is correct. That that huge population who will no longer go to their games, even if they did let people in because they suck so bad. <laughs> the they they're high, uh, higher at least than you guys. Thirty point five wins this season. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm I'm pretty comfortable. They got rid of boy under on that. Yeah, let's let's take <laughs> let's pound the under on that one. Thirty, come on. Thirty and a half. Minutes. I like Zach Levine way more than anybody else on this show, and I mm. got him nowhere near that. <laughs> Good luck. What about Wendell Carter Jr.? I think he can take a step, but that step does not equal five wins. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here. Let's take a quick break. Um, we will come back in the second half with uh, the rest of the league or the rest of the, the conference. Um, I've got to figure out how to like remove four victories from my East because that, that huge prediction of 24 wins by the Knicks. So I need, I need the break. <laughs> I think if you're subjecting yourself to random numbers that are computer generated, be you're, al- you're allowed to be over or okay. under as right. necessary. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a little wiggle room there. Since I'm not randomizing any of my guesses, I'm trying to stay on for, you know, what is it? 1080, but right. We'll see. Maybe th- maybe I'll have like a, yeah. Maybe I'll I'll let Cleveland be somewhere between twenty and like seven or something like that. <laughs> see if I can get a low number <laughs> to average this thing out. You, yeah, you better be careful though. Or you're going to end up having somebody with zero wins like I did that one year because I just couldn't <laughs> find any wins for the next. It happens. I thought it might. It didn't. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in the next uh, after the break with uh, your Indiana Pacers. Thank you. 
break next team we want to talk about is 1967 a new team was born they were the indiana pacers you've heard of them uh from uh every show that we do originally they were of course in the aba um and you know kept their name uh to now (laughs) Last season, pretty good. We're not going to talk about them too much because uh, we will do a, basically a, um, a, a deeper dive. A whole season. Do, do a whole season <laughs> on them. Do a whole season uh, We're going to do a deeper dive specifically into the team, um, uh, hopefully next week or the week after. Uh, but uh, we'll be digging in uh, further. Last season, 45-28, and 28, and we were swept in the first round by... The, the Miami Heat. Um, we picked up Cassius Stanley in the second round. Um, CJ Leaf is gone. Um, we'll talk about, yeah, like I said, we'll talk about the other stuff later. We've got uh, Oladipo, Brogdon, TJ Warren, Turner, and Sabonis as your crunch time five. So that's a pretty decent uh, group of guys to me. Um, looking at the Pacers last year, 45 wins. This year, 39 and a half for some reason. Um, apparently, I'm down on them. It's seventh seventh in the East, mm. just above the Hawks. <laughs> uh, well, one thing you're, you're forgetting Ooh. is the number of people. What is happening? In Indiana versus uh, some of the other markets. But, I mean, Vegas, I mean, we didn't change anything except our coach. Like, we have the same players and... Oladipo was out for the first half, and then like Sabonis was out for the near the end of the season. We we didn't have Lamb all year. Like, how could this possibly be a, a worse team than last year? Sounds like you're on the over. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm not on a, a big over. I mean, I think we should be better with health. I am excited to see what uh, the new coach could do. Uh, but with the compressed season, uh, you know, I went through. Because I do this, I went through game by game through our season, and it's tough. Um, but I, th- I think we should be better. Uh, I'm going to give us 46 wins. If we'd had a whole off season with our new coach, and um, you know, and this wasn't such a compressed season, I, I would uh, give us a lot more. But I'm going to go with 46. Yeah, I mean, definitely the small market has something to do with it, but also changing everything in a month is like a lot to ask from a team. Um, mm. Even bringing back players, I mean. Maybe we have chemistry issues now. We don't know. We'll find out. Sure, sure. Um, there are a lot of moving parts here. Uh, in addition to that, I think the East is just a lot better. Um, I mean, even if you just commit Brooklyn, uh, we could potentially mm-hmm. a couple of easy wins turn into losses that way. I I have us 
at 43, uh, but tied for fourth with three other teams. Okay. <laughs> I got a real logjam. I told you. Nice. All right. So uh, sounds like we're we're on the we're, over. Yeah, we're definitely on we're the on over. We're on the over. Take that one to Vegas. Yeah, that's fair. Or or send James Harden. He could do it for you <laughs> if he's already there. Just shoot him a text. Speaking of 1967, originally they were the New Jersey Americans, and then the New Jer- uh, the New York Nets uh, in the ABA, and then in. Uh, Became the New York. I'm sorry, they got too many, too many <laughs> names here. The New Jersey Nets and then the Brooklyn Nets in 2012. Colson, we have not seen your boy Harden sign with them yet. Um, <laughs> so you're just expecting that so to happen, gonna, are you? I mean, yeah, I okay. am. All right, fair enough. Um, nothing yet. Nothing yet. So let's go with what we have instead of what we know is going to happen. Future net or free, future, yeah, future net. James Harden, on not on this team. Yeah, uh, last year they were thirty-five and thirty-seven, swept in the first round by the Raptors. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. They're, they've got some good young kids in Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, and those guys carried them to you know the playoffs. Um, they were without uh, Kevin Durant all season and uh, without Kyrie Irving much of the season. Um, so uh, they went ahead in the offseason and added Bruce Bowen and Aunt Landry Shamet. Uh, but the Shame. bigger news is Shamet. <laughs> uh, the bigger news is that they hired Steve Nash as their head coach. So rookie head coach, but well-respected basketball mind. Um, they still got uh, Jacques Vaughn uh, as uh, an assistant. So, yeah. Um, I think their crunch five looks pretty good. Uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, uh, Kevin Durant, and uh, Jared Allen. This team is going to be good just because of Durant. Um, I don't know how well it all works out. Um, I don't know with, you know, all these guys that were playing well for them last year now have to take some back seat, whether there's going to be some chemistry issues. Steve Nash is a first-time head coach. Um, but they've just got too much talent. Um, to not be pretty good. I'm giving them 45 wins. Seems good. That is a pretty big improvement. Um, not feeling great about this. I had him at 44. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. This team performed pretty darn well without their best players last season. I mean, 35 yeah. wins is not nothing without, you know, half of your salary cap <laughs> on yeah. the court. And I feel like a, a even mildly healthy Kevin Durant's worth, you know, five to ten wins, right? I agree. Um, this is definitely like a, a load management team. You wonder, mm, <laughs> you wonder sure. about the burn these guys get these this year. Sure. Uh, and certainly, there's at least some kind of learning curve, no matter how good you are at basketball, uh, getting everything dialed in. Uh, but I, I, they're going to be good, and if they get it going at the right time, I mean, they're in a position to win a championship. I hate it, but it's a thing. Mmm. Mmm. Gross. Championship talk. Ugh. They got Kevin Durant. <laughs> yep. They also have Kyrie Irving. Some people say, and they have Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's not one of those people. <laughs> uh, I say it, but it's with a different inflection. I see. 
I see. So I've got him at 45 and a half games. Oh, my uh, goodness. Unwillingly, mind you. So we're consensus uh, under on this one, are we? I think I'm going to say this is stay away. Potentially. Stay away and Kyrie Irving in the same sentence. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they've got a lot of talent, but, um, you know, they've they, like they've not as a team they've shown me nothing of course um and you know kevin durant is is a generational player but i mean seriously i think Kyrie is 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 problematic um it's interesting too like um there's been more discussions from former teammates kind of just like that is like we never actually liked that dude. Like, like people didn't really need that, you know, for kind of no reason. Like they didn't have to say anything. Um, but, um, you know, saying like well, we, we didn't like that guy, and uh, I think that's. Do you think Kyrie believes in advanced metrics, or is that like hmm. too sciencey? Yeah, I mean, can I don't yeah, know. can the Earth be flat and math still make sense? I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you hear uh, that he got fined by the league because he decided he was no longer going to talk to the press and he was just going to like send out emails to everybody about his thoughts on things? <laughs> so he got fined because that's part of his contract that he has to be available for the press. And he just well, wanted to journal? What? Yeah, he just wanted to because, he's, um, because he says the, the, um, the media is too mean to him. And the other th- well, I think I heard that um, he wouldn't talk to like beat reporters. He's only going to talk to like higher ups, you know. Like <laughs> that's beneath him. Yeah, I mean that's kind of kind of what it is. You know, I, I you know we all have things to say about him, but I will say um, the WNBA, WNBA players that sat out um, uh, last season, he donated one point five million dollars to to help cover their salaries. Yeah. So I think that's super cool. That is a super solid move. Yeah. But he's, uh, you know, problematic on your, on your team. But he's got the money to do the things he wants to do. So. Yep. Very cool. I don't want to talk about the Nets anymore. <laughs> You're looking forward to this season. Yeah. No kidding. You're going to get a lot of airplay this year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. 1968. The Milwaukee Bucks were born. Colson, they've done nothing to their name. They've done nothing. They've not moved around. They've just been the Bucks. That's right. Fear the deer. Uh, last season they were fifty-six and seventeen, uh, which is an insanely good record. Um, but they uh, they were a disappointment in the playoffs. They lost in five games to the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference semifinals. So they didn't even get to the conference finals. Although Miami did go on to. Uh, playing the championship so there's that um they lost george hill and eric Bledsoe. they they traded those guys away for uh drew holiday who is um i think better than both of those point guards um on both sides of the ball defensively and offensively i think drew holiday is a fantastic player i think he fits well there um they then 
tried to uh, bring in Bogdan Bogdanovich, we mentioned before, uh, but uh, makes me laugh. Kind of sm- smelled like tampering, so the league uh, <laughs> put a kibosh on that, and uh, they re- they replaced that uh, that whiff with Bobby Portis, DJ Augustine, and Tory Craig, who are all basketball players, um, but they're no Bogdan Bogdanovich, so. Um, their crush at five is pretty good. Uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Brooke Lopez. Uh, my argument here is that they have Giannis, who is uh, the best player in the league right now. And I don't really care about anything else. I'm giving them 49 wins and leading the Eastern Conference. I also had them at 49 wins um, for all of those reasons. Um, I am kind of hopeful that I can just like sit back and watch this team implode on itself this year with all mm. the talk about what's going to happen with Giannis in the offseason. Right. But that may they be too much to hope him for. To his, they haven't signed him to his big extension, right? Uh, he has not signed their offered big extension. <laughs> yeah, you know that they you, that that contract has been ready for years. So yeah, uh, whether or not he will do so, uh, I don't know. We shall see. Um, you know I can't take a tie, uh, so I'll take fifty. Nice. Well, you guys are boxing me in mm. forty nine and a Funny half. How that works. <laughs> yeah hilarious uh, you just really got to hope for that oh, half game in this one too yeah hey, it's a shortened season i mean anything yeah can it's happen. been you know, short it's been a weird it's been a weird year uh yeah anything can happen um yep got them number one in the east um yeah i think that i mean um this is the team that I'm, I'm, you know, sort of after the, the regular season, I think, you know, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to make a, a better, uh, a better run. Uh, they kind of have to, or, you know, things, things are going to change for the worse for the organization. I mean, this is an organization that cannot feel good about their off season. I mean, look, I like true holiday and I like Bobby Porter's too, but, that's not what they needed to get done this offseason. And after the shellacking they took at the hands of the Heat, um, which, as well as they acquitted themselves last season, uh, should just not have happened in the style that it did. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, they're in some dangerous territory here. So good luck, Milwaukee. All right, moving on to 1970, a year some of our listeners will remember very well. Cleveland Cavaliers came on to this world <laughs> and um, born from a conspiracy of birds. <laughs> uh, I was trying to, yeah, uh, I was trying to think of a conspiracy of uh, the Cuyahoga River uh, oil slick and, and <laughs> something fire. was definitely on fire. That's right. It's Cleveland. So it's right. always on fire. Uh, last season, not so great. 19 and 46. They, of course, missed the playoffs. <clears throat> we did mention earlier in the show uh, their their uh, their pick, Isaac Okoru, um, seems good. 
and um, he's uh, he's going to get some playing time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. They did add JaVale McGee, um, and then J.B. Bickerstaff took over as coach in February. Um, looks like their top five, uh, Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, uh, Seti Osmond, Kevin Love, and Andre Drummond. Um, this team I've got uh, tied for the basement with the New York Knicks at 22 and a half games. They're, uh, they're building for the future is what uh, everyone's saying. I mean, they're not going to say they're just Yeah, I mean, you got to tell yourself some kind of story, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean, how do we feel about Garland and Sexton? I mean, this is their backcourt of the future. Um, is this enough to to get out of the basement eventually? Yeah. Or is this just the bad, the wrong backcourt to, to, to settle on? I mean, I probably haven't seen enough of these guys to really make a super great evaluation of that, but no. <laughs> Siri, pick a number between 24 and 16. It's 17. That sounds about right. That I'll does that. feel pretty truthy. I, yeah. I surprised myself and had him on a bit of an uptick here. Uh, tied with New York Knicks at 20. It's very well. So, and did Kevin Love? I don't, did Kevin Love play at all last season? Yeah, yeah. No, he played. I just thought he played disinterestedly, didn't he? Wasn't he just mad all the time that nobody passed him the ball? Or was that two years there ago? Was, I can't I, 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 trade him. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I do remember a couple a couple times he was like throwing angry passes around because yeah. people just were were not doing the things that were supposed to be right. Doing. No one's following the game plan at all. Yeah. But they brought in a new coach, so maybe that changes. I don't know. Um, my notes next to Cleveland are whatever. Okay. So, okay, there you go. Uh, we took the under on that. Tough team to pick the over on, but 22.5 is a low number. <laughs> it's a low number. <laughs> That's a low number. And there's a gap for 18 years. The Miami Heat came to be. I remember the as a as a young team, they were bad for a while, but they've uh, really done well as an organization, um, particularly recently. But um, Harper, can you tell us about the uh, the Miami Heat's just excellent in the bubble last season. Um, finished up in the five seed at forty four and twenty nine. Didn't stop them from uh, stopping right past us in a sweep. And end up with a number 19 draft pick, um, Precious Achua. Uh, they traded, well, they didn't trade. They brought in Mo Harkless. Uh, Jay Crowder is gone. They've got Avery Bradley. Dragic and Adebayo are here for the long haul. Long story short, starting five is going to look pretty similar here. You're going to see Dragic, Hero, uh, Robinson, Butler, and Adebayo. Those guys saw plenty of minutes together in the bubble and played just fantastic. It'll be interesting to see if they can maintain that level of intensity over a 72-game season with like a two-week break from last season, which they went very deep in. Uh, and also whether Jimmy Butler starts to drive his teammates crazy with, you know, all his crazy. Because that eventually happens always. I mean, because he's crazy. Yeah. And it's what makes him great. 
but it's also what makes them crazy. <laughs> um, Fair. I've I've got that them. analyst analysis. Yep. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, I'm here for you, buddy. His, his crazy makes him crazy. That's right. Uh, they are all up in the logjam with us at 43. Okay. Um, I've got them uh, with uh, an uptick uh, based on their uh, finals confidence. I feel like they definitely figured some stuff out in the bubble. Clearly, they went all the way to the finals. Um, and internal growth. I mean, three of their best players are like 21 or 22, like in Hero, Robinson, and, and uh, none. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, 48 wins. I've got 44 and a half myself. This does seem, you know, I, this does seem like a team that's that's built for the playoffs. Um, Jimmy Butler had some some phenomenal moments, and uh, Hero was supposed to be scared as a rookie, but he wasn't. So that's that's concerning. Um, and Goran Dragic, I think this, I think I think Dragic is going to scale well with age, and I feel like he's. Smart enough player that he's going to be able to uh, still contribute, even though he's uh, maybe losing a step. But I mean, I think he's going to be solid to initiate the offense still for for several years. I think he's going to be in a good position for that. Freaking Miami! Uh, I don't know. All right. Also coming in nineteen eighty eight. So they've had a weird history, but it's the it's the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they were the Bobcats um, from uh, 2004 to 2014. Um, I don't I don't know that we need to get into the, to all the the moving and the shaking and the Hornets and the Bobcats and the <laughs> there's a lot going on. But for Charlotte's sake, it, it's just been it's just been the Bobcats and the Hornets. I think. Um, God, so. Last season, 23 and 42, they were the 10th seed. They missed the bubble. Um, drafted LaMelo Ball and should be a franchise point guard. Um, they lost Nicholas Batum and Dwayne Bacon. Joey, did they really, they did they really lose Nicholas Batum? <laughs> yeah. They have no I idea mean, where he they... went. They dropped him <laughs> off at his family's house. No idea where he went. And then they said, they, forget they our number is what they said. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, they just blocked him. Uh, he, they waved him, and he's he's gone. He's no longer on the on the squad. Um, they signed Gordon Hayward. They just they they took a, a blank check, sent it to him, and said, you know, do what you want to do. Do what you think's right. Um, yeah, we trust you. you. Seem like a nice guy. Um, they've got uh, for the crunch time five Devontae Graham uh, maybe LaMelo or Terry Rozier uh, Roz- uh, Gordon Hayward PJ Washington Cody who Zeller who are these people? <laughs> they are the people that are going to get you 25 and a half wins this season boy I doubt it <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it sounds like an under from Popper. yeah Harper, Harper's got an opinion on that Boy, and I tell you what, if 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 Hayden if Hayward doesn't stay stay healthy, uh, they're they're in big trouble. Uh, they're just. They're I mean, in big somebody trouble. tell me what incentive this team has to win any basketball games this year. <laughs> I am just not convinced, and I'm with you. Hayward is potentially an injury problem. They're super young. 
Like, you know, Lamelo will probably round into shape, but it's also a guy who fell down the draft board for his lack of maturity. Like, doesn't bode super well for a good rookie campaign, but who knows? Uh, so I'm assuming Cody Zeller can get them 15 wins. Uh, <laughs> I give him 18. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. See, I, I kind of liked what they did. I, I think uh, Devontae Graham is, is is a really nice young player and just getting better every game he plays. Um, you know, Terry Rozier was an overpay, but you got to overpay guys. And, you know, he's a solid rotation basketball player. Um, yeah, after all of the injuries, is Gordon Hayward an all-star anymore? Maybe not, but he's still a really smart basketball player that can – um, you know, move the ball and orchestrate stuff on offense. Um, I really like PJ Washington. I think he's a, s- a solid young player. You're right; they're really young, but I like the the Hayward addition. I think Lamelo is going to be special. Um, I've got him at uh, 26 wins. I even kept them out of my uh, tell ask Siri what the number is. That's that how good I feel about him. Very kind of you. I think that's just like a uh, Homer Charlotte thing you got going on over there. Huh? <laughs> sure. Just too close to just North Carolina to, being, to Raleigh. Just being nice to them for the sake of being nice. They're robots. <laughs> they don't have feelings, John. It's fine. That's, that's true. That's true. All right. Moving on the next year, 1989. The Orlando Magic. Colson. Tell us about the the Wizards of the Southeast. Uh, wow, yeah, the Wizards of the Southeast. Um, <clears throat> uh, they were thirty three and forty last year, uh, and that got them the eight seed somehow. Um, and they lost a douchebag sweep to the Bucks, so they won Game One and then lost the next four. Um, they uh, lost DJ Augustine uh, and um, Jonathan Isaac is out with a knee injury for the entirety of the season. Um, they added Dwayne Bacon from uh, the previous Charlotte Hornets for whatever that's worth. I, there was a game where Bacon just lit us up for like 30, if I recall, a couple seasons ago. But um, I don't know if that's going to happen a bunch here. Um, I don't really know what they're doing. Um, and, I, and I'm and i kind of afraid that DJ Augustine and Jonathan Isaac were like, two of their best players like really important what they did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they didn't really add anybody um i've got their crunch time five is markel fultz i mean they're really pushing all their chips in on markel fultz uh evan fournier who's been there forever just doing yeoman's work um uh aaron gordon who i was reminded uh when i was looking through this that he's only 24 which is crazy um so he's got still a chance to improve uh i like nikola vucevic and then apparently James Ennis the third Ennis the third is their starting small forward. I don't know. Um, I I don't know what to do with this team. I I think they're probably crappy because because Augustine and Isaacs were were that important. So I'm just gonna ask Siri. <laughs> Siri, give me a number between 25 and 16. That would be 18. Okay, 18 for Orlando. Uh, I I. My my personal favorite thing here, uh, Colson was nice enough to set up a, a little crib sheet for us. And of note, yeah, not not nothing. There was nothing, in there. <laughs> nothing. There's zero <laughs> notes. Um, 
I mean, I, uh, part of me would love to think that them pulling out, you know, a game one win against the Bucks will give them some confidence going into the new year. And, you know, Aaron Gordon still has plenty of upside and, you know, Vooch can play. Uh, but, but it's just not going to happen. Um, and they didn't do anything to get better. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I feel like it's, you're right. Like that win uh, in the playoffs should have sort of been franchise momentum. And then I feel like they got worse instead of better. And like it doesn't help that the Bucks went on to get embarrassed by another team too, right? So however good you felt about <laughs> that, it doesn't look as good when they get beat by a different underdog, you know? Right. Anyway, I, I got the under. I like it more than you. Uh, I got him at 30. Um, oh, okay. But You like him quite a bit. I mean, I like them less than I liked them last year. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many I picked them for last year. I could probably get that information. So I, I missed well, what the what Vegas number is. Uh, Vegas this is number uh, is. I haven't said it yet. Oh, that's it right. is uh, 31 and a half. Okay. So uh, let's go with the under. Let's pound the under on that one. All in on the under. Under it is. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get much argument out of that. (laughs) All right. The last team and the newest team that has ever come to be in the NBA. The 1995 Toronto Raptors, born in the Jurassic Park era. That's right. (laughs) Arbor, they've been uh, they've been good recently. You tell us uh, about the 2020-2021 Toronto Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors have just been an absolute paragon of consistency amidst upheaval through the last few years. They have been really impressive. Uh, Nick Nurse has shown himself to be a really excellent NBA coach. Uh, so coming off their 53 and 19 season, um, you know, losing to a a very good Boston team in the semis. This team's got plenty to be excited about. Uh, big losses. Um, they lost Marcus All and Serge Ibaka to the uh, LA teams um, <laughs> and added Alex Lennon and Aaron Baines. Those would not be considered upgrades. No. Um, however, um, you know, they've got a group of guys, uh, especially in their young guys in Van Fleet and Anobi and Siakam, um, that are still improving. Uh, and they locked down Van Vliet long-term, so that is definitely a plus for them. Um, the East is not getting any easier. They've got their work cut out for them. I've got them on a downturn as a result. Um, I've got them at 43. Because everybody gets 43. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Vegas got them, Joe? We're, uh, I mean, not far off. at 41 and a half. Um, just a little bit down, but... Um... I mean, Van Vliet's going to be, let's be honest, Van Vliet's got his money. He's going to be uh, putting his feet up a little. You know, <laughs> Checking out, is he? Rest on his Van laurels. Money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of the team, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's the same guys we've seen. And, you know, they're, yeah, I think they're going to be pretty pretty much where they've been. It, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think, uh, so I had 43 as well. Um, I, 
I really think that um, losing Marcus All and Serge Ibaka hurts. Those guys were very integral to what they uh, they did. Um, I agree with you that Siakam and Ananobi Van Vliet are just getting better, and I think Nick Nurse is one of the five or six coaches that matter in this league. Um, so it, it feels like kind of too big a drop almost. Um, but so I'm going to go give him one better and I'll go 44. Okay. Well that, that would be an over for us. That would be an over. All right. So we had more agreement in the East than in the West. That is for sure. Um, Colson, you and I agreed for unders on the Nets, the 76ers, uh, the Magic, the Bulls, and the Cavs. Uh, meanwhile, selected over on Pacers, Raptors, and Pistons. The uh, seeding this year, um, starting at the top of the bracket, is going to be Milwaukee at 49.5, followed by Boston, Miami, ahead of Brooklyn, uh, Philly, Indiana slotted at seven, tied statistically with Toronto at eight, believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, Atlanta's uh, sitting on nine outside looking in, followed by Washington. Um, and then you're going to see a pretty big drop off of nine <laughs> games. We get into the, nine lo- games. the lottery teams of Orlando, Chicago, Detroit, Charlotte, uh, New York, and Cleveland, who will be duking it out uh, for a good, for a good lottery ball. Well, they'll be actually duking it out for that 10th spot, which gives them a chance at the playoffs. One of those teams will get into a play in game. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it. That's we did the, it. that's the NBA. We did it. That's the, well, that's the regular season. At least, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it's, a, it's a weird, uh, whatever. I've been saying this every, basically every day. <laughs> It's it's been weird recently, but uh, does it make it not true? Um, Do you guys have uh, but, finals picks? For uh, I mean, I can make up some real quick. Sure. Just wondering <laughs> what uh, <clears throat> what do you think it's going to look like this year? I mean, I think the Lakers are going to be representing the West. I might go for the Celtics this year. Hmm. Okay. Rematch of the Celtics Lakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. You want a winner now, or are you? Are you a... No, that's good enough. That, that count. I'll take okay. that. Um, I, I, th- okay. I think I'm going to go. Uh, I think Milwaukee breaks through this year. They have to, otherwise they're they're in a really bad place, or it all falls apart during the season. Um, but I'm going to go with they 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 get to the finals in this Milwaukee uh, versus L.A. Lakers. I got to find another team with the Lakers, Brooklyn, <laughs> and the and not the Clippers. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the problem, uh, that you run, (laughs) that you run into (laughs) is that they are the second best team. So, um, you know, just in case there's a massive Anthony Davis injury, I will take the Clipper ship and I will match them up against, uh, Brooklyn. I'll just take the, uh, early off season darlings here and, uh, roll the old dice for sure. I like it. I like it. All right, gentlemen. Um, well, that has been, uh, that has been the Eastern Conference. Um, we're starting, you know, real basketball here soon. The um, uh, the next two shows, we, we've got um, a Pacers preview, and we've got the Where That Player At um, 
I and, think that'll get yeah. us right to. Well, that'll well that'll right put us the, the, uh, a game or two into the season. Or that'll put us. Okay. Yeah. Good. So we are basketball yeah, is just right. like ten days away. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Today, actually, today's the 13th, and the 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 Pacers the Pacers uh, debut is on the 23rd. So, all right. Well, you can find us on Twitter. Um, we are at Undebeatables there. We're on Facebook.com/slash The Undebeatables. Our website is theundebeatables.com, and if you'd like, there's a contact form there. You can send us a message. Um, you can send us an email. Shout out at theundebeatables. Dot com and we got some t-shirts for sale on the website slash store for our once and always hall of fame coach bobby sucklinard turn out the lights the party's over there was some zigs some zags like. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster yeah it was this is a tour de force <laughs> I feel like we should be, we should be uh, given the undergoogles more, uh, more play, more uh, promotion. Yeah, even on our show, you know. Sure. We'll go ahead and do it, Joe. All right. Well, it's been an hour and forty-seven minutes. Um, so, if you're listening <laughs> to us uh, this far in and you don't know that we do another podcast, um. We do the Undergoogables, which uh, many shows uh, we do. Um, and we will answer the questions that need to be answered out there by not using the internet and using um, logic in our brains. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we, we sort no of... No guarantees uh, on that. Agreed. And we also... There's an assumption that it's Shakespeare or uh, Pliny the Elder or, or Falcons. Falcons. Uh, yeah, um, I, I we start there and, and work backwards. And work backwards. <laughs> I would like to uh, mm-hmm. uh, give a little uh, promo for the upcoming shows. Uh, the The next three shows are going to be holiday themed, so we'll have a couple Christmas episodes and then um, a Boxing Day episode on on mm. on Boxing Day. Very exciting! So go ahead and listen uh, for all the things you need to know about Christmas and Boxing Day coming up in the next three weeks. Sweet, I'll uh, I'll have to go back and li- I'll have to listen to those because uh, some of them have been a while and uh, the 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 knowledge has, has escaped me. <laughs> but that's why we record it. We put it put it out there so we can go get it later. That's right. <laughs> Just saving it for later. We learn by recording ourselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's some sort of teaching style, I'm assuming. Something like now. that.